Dark save for light being cast from the big TV screen and the imminent sunrise that's teasing the one starry sky with whispers of morning. Yeah, yeah, we should, we, we should probably just go ahead and put this to rest. Uh, we we played Punch Out, yeah, and, Punch, and out. Punch Out has a lot of terrible racist stuff we're going to talk about later. It, it does. Yeah, I, I think that honestly, there's no way to. <laughs> that is the thing that is the most stark thing about this game. Like, if you said to me, what are the core aesthetics? of punch out we could talk about mechanics you know talk about sound but really it's the racism that is it it is it's man it's weird okay we're gonna get to that (laughs) first though i want to ask you uh particularly because i have such a like swiss cheese answer to this question so i'm gonna ask you first like did you play this game a lot as a kid? Was this like friend's game, dad's house? Like what, what was your relationship to punch out? If and, mi- and, and I'll say like, this is Mike Tyson's punch out because then they re-released it later and they had to like pull all the Mike Tyson stuff out. So we, we went original. Yes. OG M to the T. Um, yeah, no, for <laughs> me, uh, my, my nostalgia experience was in, and you know, I, I don't think that, memory being what it is but if i remember correctly this was one that my one of my friends had and so we would play it at his house but because of the nature of this game which we'll get into later i didn't really get to play it that much i mostly watched them play and then you know like when i the moment that i started to do poorly the controller was wrested from my hands and (laughs) and then so so a part of me, when, when you suggested that we play this, I was like, ah, yes, finally, a chance for me to redeem myself now. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. So it's funny you should say that because I know I didn't have this game growing up, which means I definitely played it at a friend's house. And yet, for some reason, I have this overwhelming feeling that like I would be playing it. And then my brother would either, I have an older brother who would either take the controller from me or I would like hand it off to him. Like I'm getting my ass beat. (laughs) Right. Like, but, but the thing, like, I can't think of a specific memory. I just have this vague feeling that this was one of those games where I had to like, help me please. Yes. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm, I am glad that we doubled back and played it because this is one where I definitely had vague memories of and there's a tremendous amount of pop culture that circles around this so and they actually did a remake semi-recently right yeah they did like a wii version yeah yeah uh and and for some reason they included little mac in the latest smash brothers huh yeah i didn't know yeah (laughs) yeah unfortunately my i have not stuck too close to nintendo um as as the years have gone on but uh but yeah so you know i was glad to go back and like replay this so that way i could say you know oh right this is what this reference is so on and so forth so that was positive the rest of this was a a glaring slog from which it seemed like there was no escape (laughs) (laughs) so i got to relive a horrible childhood nightmare (laughs) yes yeah i mean it, it felt like being in a in a quicksand of unhappy but visuals they're a thing in this game. They're actually so. I'm actually kind of surprised because the 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 startups when you first boot this game up, uh, it immediately goes to 
the game threatening you, right? Yes. So it's a picture of Mike Tyson, and it says like Mike Tyson is waiting for your challenge. You don't even know what video game you're playing yet. There has been <laughs> there has been no title screen. As far as you know, this might be like an eight bit version of the ring, and like in seven days, Mike Tyson's gonna chew your face off. <laughs> <laughs> as 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 he does that, you know you know what actually I'd watch that movie. The ring was good, but I would definitely watch Mike Tyson's The Ring. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah, I mean, that would, and you know, where he is in his career right now, he might make that movie. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't even think you'd have to get like an impersonator or do a cartoon. Like, I think you could just tell him, we're going to make a movie about you where when someone starts up Mike Tyson's punch out within seven days, you eat their face. And he'd be like, he'd be like, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that, 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 that seems like a good idea. And then like <laughs> all of a sudden, you know, Mike Tyson's uh, lawyer calls him up or his, uh, his, his uh, accountant and just basically says, so Mike, we've noticed you've been buying a lot of plane tickets. What's, uh, <laughs> what's that? Well, well, okay. So I've got this deal right where I, I, I have to go eat people's faces. And it's like, whoa, let me get you on the phone with the legal department because that seems like it's got a whole host of problems. I like that in this, this, uh, let's call this a fantasy. In this fantasy, we are concocting <laughs> mm -hmm. that Mike Tyson's personal accountant finds out he has been eating people's faces because of his plane tickets, yep. <laughs> not because of the news coverage <laughs> saying that Mike Tyson is going around somehow like a horror movie monster <laughs> eating people's faces. Well, in, my, in my mind, it's kind of like, so, I mean, in the movie The Ring, there wasn't, you know, a whole bunch of news articles saying, you know, hey, there's this VHS tape floating around, you know, don't don't watch it because horror monsters kill you because nobody's going to believe that. So, um, <laughs> so yeah. But, I, I, but I mean, if Mike like, Tyson actually has to get on a plane and like walk into your house, <laughs> I feel like people would be like, hey, is that Mike Tyson? And then he comes back out you know, 10 minutes later, like with blood all down the front of him. And it's like, Oh, that's definitely Mike Tyson. I, I didn't recognize him without the blood, but uh, yeah, no, I think, um, I, I don't know. I just like the idea that like Mike Tyson gets caught the same way they caught Al Capone, you know, with like weird financial it's like tax evasion and yeah. accounting errors. And, yeah. <laughs> so um, we've never done an episode of nostalgia goggles that didn't go violently off the rails, but this is, approaching like record speed <laughs> well yeah to be to be entirely honest there's in in my opinion not a whole lot to this game you know in the sense that you know like you you, you it's it's kind of the same thing over and over again so i i pretty much walked into this one braced up for it to go off the rails, <laughs> off the rails regularly <laughs> so 90 minutes of bullshit. yep and you know oh and we also played this game but uh so, but for, for me, for the visuals, I, I think that, you know, we always have to split them up into two, like the visual and then how it serves the gameplay. So the visuals themselves, I think were actually surprisingly good because most, right? of, the, most of the time, you know, especially for Nintendo, like they, they get away with the, the visual being very low res basically because they're not trying to render people as we've said before if they're far on the left side of the uncanny valley then you know your brain just kind of fills in the details but this time they are actually registering people and i think that it they look like people you know 
Yeah, no, the, I mean, it helps that every one of your opponents is a freaking giant monster. Yes. Because when Little Mac turns around at the end of a fight, his features are very simple. He has like two pixels for eyes. But because all of your opponents are gigantic behemoths so that you can see the way they're moving, which services the gameplay tremendously well, it also makes all of the character models look much better. Because, I mean, even the smallest person you fight who's probably glass joe mm. him and and uh don flamenco are probably about the same size but they're still they're huge like oh, yeah their sprite is probably three or four times larger than yours and they are not anywhere near the largest character no i kind of assumed that this was a prelude to attack on titan you know that <laughs> <laughs> everybody that you're fighting is like a two or three meter titan no they are enormous compared to you and i don't I don't pretend to know a lot about professional boxing. Confident they're out of your weight class. Well, okay. So this is actually something that I noticed because at first when, you know, cause I mean, we're, we're critiquing this so much harder than I think you would normally critique something like this. And like I sat down and, and, you know, first guy comes up and I'm like, wow, he's big, but then, okay, I get it. And then like you start fighting like more and more gigantic behemoth monsters and, I was like, well, I guess it's so like I can see what I'm doing because like in in one of the arcade versions of of Punch Out, there was actually like you were just a wireframe, right? Mm-hmm. So that you could like see through yourself to your opponent who was like more or less human sized. But here's the thing: in between fights, it shows you like who you are and who you're fighting. Mm-hmm. First off, for reasons I do not totally understand, Little Mac is listed as 17 years old. Yes. I yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't know I don't know why they decided to throw in that underage bit. I just yeah. Right. Why not 19? Or, when, why? Why 17? Yeah, why why is this is he one half the size of these people and underage? And a child. Yeah. I mean, what mad fever dream is this i don't know like that that but to be fair if that was the only cognitively dissonant <laughs> thing with with the like the visuals and what's going on here i would i would god i would cling to it like a man you know drowning you know i would oh god that would that would be delightful if that was the only thing that was off about this game unfortunately it was not yeah but i i do agree with you that um the characters are pretty for this time in history, I would say like pretty visually stunning. Like every opponent is unique looking. They all have mostly unique animations. Like some of them are, they obviously crib from each other, but they're humans making similar body movements. Of course they do. So like they, they, everything looks really good. There's, there's clear animations from every single enemy. Like every enemy has a tell except one of Mike Tyson's punches does not have a tell, but all of his other punches do. So there's one punch in the entire game that doesn't have a tell. That's pretty like good, you know, use of visuals to, to clue the player into what they need to do or not do. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I definitely think that the, and then that leads us to visuals in service of gameplay. I thought the visuals were very solid in service of gameplay. Um, as far as uh, you know, that, like you said, every character had a tell. Um, most of the time, if they were about to throw 
a punch that you couldn't block, they would flash orange or whatever, red. Yeah, yeah, they do like a supercharged punch. Right, yeah. So, you know, like they, they clearly do a thing, pause for half a second to give you a chance for your brain to process it, and then execute. So, and all of those things are at least stark enough that I don't really, I didn't fight any bad guys where I was just like, whoa, my God, where did that come from? You know, I definitely got jawed a number of times, <laughs> but each time it was because, you know, they, I'd see them wind up and just either flub it or my brain said, wonder where that pit fist is going to go. And then it just <laughs> went right into my face, you know, but, but yeah. I did feel that it was my fault. Um, yeah. You, you never feel like, they're giving you an impossible task, which I think it's pretty fair that even with Mike Tyson, it's like his tail is really small. Like he just kind of like winks weird and creepily at you. Mm -hmm. um, but he only has one punch that doesn't have a tail and he doesn't overuse it. So you, you're pretty much the entire game being coached toward Twitch reflexes, right? Like character moves in a certain way, you dodge or you block or you, you know, counter punch or whatever. But you're, uh, I mean, it, it's, I think you said it when we were talking about it this week is like, th this game is essentially Simon. It's a mixture of reflex, reflex tester plus Simon, you know, where yeah. you just need to. And, and I think that's why the, <laughs> the moment that I realized that just you, you could hear the glass shattering in the background <laughs> and my tolerance for the game plummeted because what I remembered when I was, you know, a kid was, oh, well, this this game is fun because it's like being a boxer. And then when I was like, no, this game is a fr more frustrating, time-sensitive version of Simon, then I was just kind of like, I, this is this is, this is is awful. But that's, that's kind of <laughs> drifting more into gameplay. Um, but yeah, as far as visual play, yeah, I, at no point did I feel, like you said, uh, I, I mean, I didn't even get close to Mike Tyson, but... Uh, but I did feel Oh that. no, I'll I'll just I'll just lay it out there. I fought Mike Tyson through the use of a passcode that I nice. got on the interwebs. I also got nowhere near Mike Tyson. Yeah, no, not not even close. Um but that being said, uh yeah, the everybody that I fought was very clear with their their visuals. Um I, I, I do have some complaints with the way the game played. That really drifts more into gameplay. But here's the million dollar question. Do you want to get into the racism in the visuals or do you want to get into the racism later? Uh, I really feel like that's going to have to be its own section <laughs> because unfortunately that is where the majority of my notes are hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I just kind of wrote down for my notes is just all I've got is cause I, I split them up into, you know, visuals, sound, and then gameplay slash other. Right. And, uh, and yeah, like I've, I've, for visuals, I've just got racism, question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, whoa, yeah, it, and it definitely hits you just right in the face. But anyways, we, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. But uh, yeah, I thought that the uh, one of the things that um, you've brought up before with games of this era was the the horrible Cronenberg crowd. Oh yeah, and I there's so there's a cool secret in there. But tell me about the Cronenbergs. Yeah, in that there's no separation whatsoever like they are a giant undulating mass of you know, you know what they look like they look like uh inside of the gate in full metal alchemist like just faces <laughs> that are all like seamlessly connected to each other yes yeah no 
Um, I was going to say <laughs> that uh, the, the the one that came to me immediately was in Futurama, where um, they they go to the demolition derby, right? And there's mm-hmm. the, the horrible mass that is the Dixie Chicks. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like that, but on a larger scale, you know. But yeah, I, I like yours better, where it's it's you know all of the souls lost to the philosopher's stone. Yep. Yeah, it's horrifying. There is, unfortunately, a reason you would look at the Cronenberg mass, which is, and I don't know if this was an accident or on purpose, but it is true that during certain fights, maybe all of them, but specifically during a few fights that I know of, before a character does a specific, like the enemy does a specific thing, the audience does a specific thing. So if you are watching the audience, you can actually win a fight because like a camera flash goes off or whatever, or like a mouth opens or something in the audience. And it's like, that only happens right before this other thing happens. And I don't know if those things are linked on purpose or not, but it's, if it is, it's kind of an interesting design decision for the, the artist to say like, okay, we want to put more subconscious cues in here, like that the big uppercut that knocks you down is coming or whatever. Right. No, that's, that's, that's really interesting. And I don't know if the, cause if I remember correctly around this time in history is when subconscious subliminal messaging was super a thing, you know, and then <laughs> a lot of that kind of got debunked and, and nobody really talks about it anymore. But, uh, yeah, so I mean, I, that wouldn't surprise me if they're like, no, we need to put in some more subliminal messages to make the game easier. Or apparently, you know, at some point, I'm just going to see a flash go off of the camera and then, you know, you're not going to see me for 10 years, you know, <laughs> because like that's, that's you're just going to be activating. going up and starting fights with people and eating their faces. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, that's that, that's really interesting. I particularly like it because that means that theoretically, Right, you could win or at least tip the fight in your favor by not watching your opponent, but watching the audience. And I would yep. love to see that actually happen in a boxing match, where the guy's not looking at who he's fighting at all; he's just staring off to the right, like at the crowd, <laughs> and, and still just wrecking, just wrecking the other guy. You know, that, <laughs> that seems like something Muhammad Ali would have done at his height, like because he was just so good. <laughs> so like he's just like looking at like some woman he's going to cheat on his wife with in the audience. He was not a good man. Mm. Like he's, he's just like looking at someone in the audience and then like she winks at him and then he just like knocks his opponent unconscious without <laughs> even looking. Yes. Yes. Um, and this is kind of, I mean, I, I'm going to, I'm going to shoehorn it into visuals, which is uh, Mario's the ref. He is. He yeah. is. And it's adorable. Yeah, he is. It's, it's cute. Um, I think, though, this further lends more credibility or will continue to lend credibility to the theory that Mario, the Mario, Super Mario Brothers, right? He saved the princess and saved the day and then everything else. And then he became Mr. Satan, you know? <laughs> so, so he's just like doing guest spots everywhere and he's got to pay the bills, you know? So, uh, so yeah. Picked I, up I go-karting that. as a hobby and also plays board games and stuff so <laughs> i do have i because we we praise the visuals pretty hard minus the cronenberg audience right but i do have two things in my notes where uh the the visuals fell down spectacularly uh one i'm sure is a bug there's no way they did this on purpose but when little mac uh gets his his 
block knocked off mm-hmm. and then you're you're you know like press a to recover kind of thing mm-hmm. your shorts are the wrong color hmm. and then like when that. you yeah like they turn gray and then when you re-enter the fight like suddenly they're green again hmm. uh, yeah i don't know why that happens but it's like it's one of the it's like a glass shattering moment like when i noticed it the first time i was like huh and then every time i got knocked down i was like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So th- there's th- there's that which I'm like I said I'm sure there's just a bug. Um but then the in between scenes um the look on Doc and Max's face is like they are staring <laughs> in abject horror <laughs> at, at something just off camera that we can never know about because we are not prepared for it. Well particularly Mac like uh, or no no whatever his his trainer um the- Doc Doc, right. So Mac like looks like he has been hit in the head one too many times because the way I just <laughs> always saw it, and, and obviously it's it's very low res, so it allows you to project a lot onto it. Was it? He's just smiling, you know. He's just kind of like, yeah, this is totally the way my seventeen-year-old life is meant to be going. <laughs> like I've got no frame of reference for what a normal seventeen-year-old is supposed to be putting up with. All of this is fine, but Doc is just kind of like, oh my god. Oh, oh my God, he is just wrecking you! Like, like Doc is seeing all of the horrors that he has thrust upon Mac, and like his demons are actually like dancing in front of him on the stage. <laughs> no, I, I definitely agree that I do not know what he is seeing, but it is a drug-addled, infused nightmare. Absolutely, well, it's, it's it's the it's the perfectly round, lidless unblinking staring eyes right like because mac looks different depending on how well you're doing like if you've been getting your your ass handed to you he has like his eyes a little swollen he looks a little bit different but if you when you start the fight and if you continue to do really well in the fight he keeps the same giant eyed (laughs) vapid vacant grin on his face and it's just like what what is happening just (laughs) off camera that yeah. they they cannot reconcile like they cannot <laughs> believe that whatever they're seeing is actually happening and and how can it be that horrifying and yet still be like okay round two starting yeah <laughs> yeah i don't yeah i don't know that that i i definitely noticed doc's like hor- horror grin but i i you know i just kind of i in my mind was like yeah what you know what are you gonna do but yeah no i, I like the idea that he is actually staring at something that is precipitating that uh, <laughs> that look. Um, with the oh, what was it? One of the things that when you mentioned the shorts thing that I, I did notice um, is when you knock somebody else down and they're doing the ten count, right? Your mm-hmm. gloves change color. Uh. <laughs> Which I was like, I don't, I don't know if that was done on purpose. In my mind he was taking off his green boxing gloves, you know? And so those were the wrist wraps, but I think that that's just glitchy. I don't think that that was on purpose. Yeah. No, I mean, it it sounds like almost the same kind of glitch, but I I can tell you the exact reason I didn't notice that is because I was trying to figure out if the way a character gets, like if the way an opponent gets up is scripted or mm. has something to do with the way you knock them down. I agree. And I'm almost positive it actually has something to do with the way you knock them down, but I was like intently watching them for patterns. <laughs> so like <laughs> Mac was like not even in my rearview mirror because I was staring at the the opponent I had just knocked down. 
Yeah, no, I, I think, and as far as like, is it scripted or not? I, <laughs> if I had the patience, which I don't, or um, <laughs> or any desire, which I don't, uh, I, I would want to go back and do like replicate trials to see if I could figure out, you know, you know, all right, well, the first time I did it, the health, my health was at this, their health was at this, this was the time, this is the count that they got to, because sometimes you knock them down, and they just jump right back up. Sometimes you knock them down and they get to nine. But then that doesn't impact how much health they have when they get back up, or at least it didn't seem to. And then sometimes they get up and then fall back down, and, it, and yeah. then get up. You know, so yeah, all of that was. I mean, it was it, okay. So to be fair, and this strays in the gameplay a little bit, but I liked that because it definitely added tension. You know, I mean, well, it added tension and quite a bit of realism. I was like, oh, the way I'm punching them matters it's not just that i got their health bar to zero right so yeah no when um i know with one of the guys uh whatever the king hippo dude you know mm. um who just oh man he 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 eats your lung he hits so hard right yeah that he he is the first character i think you fight that is like um taking a blow now might completely end the match for you. Yeah, no, it was, that was, that was rough. And also he, I think he's one of the first one that's more mechanically complex, but, uh, so I, I was just swinging for the fences, man. Like I've been knocked down three times. I knew like if I got knocked down again and I hadn't even knocked him down once, you know? So I was like, all righty, well, this one was a learning experience, but then I did knock him down and Mario's like one, two three i'm like yeah okay but then he got up to like seven eight and i'm like is this is this happening am i is he gonna stay down and he did i got on the first one full 10 count and i was like so, so that's actually uh that is unique to his character he always goes down because he, I did he fight always twice yes and it is so we've played a lot of nest games and i found that nest games far more than genesis and super nintendo games i have to like look at something and i'm like like on the internet and i'm like what is because I don't have like original manuals laying around, so sometimes I gotta look something up and I'm like, what did what was happening here? And so while I was looking up something about the game in general, it was like blah blah blah, King Hippo, you know, this is his tell. And when you knock him down, he will not get up. New line because <laughs> he is obese. <laughs> Excellent. Uh. Just, I mean, that's not in the official manual, but like someone took the time to feel like that was the correct way to explain this. Yeah, I don't, uh, yeah, I mean, to be, again, to be fair, that is, that is a two on the scale of one to 10 that this game sets out as far as some of the racism, but we'll get to that. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> it's coming eventually. Like it's going to be the full, you know, like hour, hour, hour and a half long episode. And at the very end, it's like, so, you know, how did it hold up? Like, Oh, I thought thing. A. oh, there was racism, racism. And it just <laughs> to the end. um so yeah so i thought i thought all those visuals were good um there was one other thing that i wanted to mention on the visuals and i'm just blanking on it now but uh oh oh what was it i thought okay this was just odd again like so many of the choices they made with this game but (laughs) when you win one of your tour de forces or whatever it shows you training with mac right so he's on the bike and you're running behind him Right, your your Mac. He's dark. Sorry, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep messing that up. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm gonna keep messing that. Up, but I'm going to anyway. So you're training with Doc, right? And um, uh, you're in a pink tracksuit. Yeah, yeah. It was just it was just such a stark pink. Like his, I 
I don't do a whole lot of running because that's that's that that that's awful. But generally, when I'm out and about, I don't see too many people in bright pink tracksuits. Like that's just not really wildly I, common for me. I, I'm I'm gonna go with they just picked a contrast color. Mm. They're like, what's a color that's almost nowhere else in the game and that will contrast against the background? And remember, there's well, I don't know if you made it this far, but during in between one of the other title fights and where the you know the there's like minor major world so in between major and world you see that same scene again but it's nighttime mm. so like the pink pops during the day and at night so that 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 was probably like a limited color palette decision not a like men can wear pink too decision yeah because i mean in a game that is so so rife with stereotypes i thought it was <laughs> odd for them to break the mold there you know it's it, yeah i don't know but uh, a lot of this game like i said the visuals honestly do do they hold up yeah they're, they're they're fine you know um but so many things about this game i just feel like there were some decisions that they made that were really really good some decisions that made no sense whatsoever but i just don't feel that in many cases they all came together really well you know this game doesn't feel like a, a thought out masterpiece. It feels like a, there's a whole bunch of decisions that were made and like, like there were like four different people working on it, you know? Yeah. It, I mean, it, it feels like they, they led with the mechanic, right? Yes. Someone, I, I really feels like someone said like, why don't we make a Simon game? And someone else was like, no, nah, that's boring. What if it was two guys punching each other? Hmm. Incentivize that employee, right? Like it was, <laughs> it was, I really feel like they they had a programming mechanic that they knew they could implement, and then they found wrapping paper to put on it, which I'm not complaining about. Like the the limitations of the hardware at this time in history and and just the sophistication of video game design was just not there, right? Hardware was limited. Video games were a new concept or relatively new. So I don't really fault them for doing what they did, but I mean, we're we're kind of you know burying the lead like it it doesn't hold up amazingly well let's talk about audio yeah <laughs> uh so audio again um for me i don't i don't have a whole lot of notes on this there's the you know there is, there is music you know like there's like the tile screen music all of this sort of stuff um I'll, I'll let you mostly take point for this, but uh, the, the one thing, the <laughs> one you, I'm, I'm learning that like your brain just doesn't process music. Like, you just, nope. like it, it hits your eardrums and your brain is aware that signals are happening. And it's just like, I don't care about any of this. No, unless it's like super <laughs> memorable, for instance, like Mario, uh, you know, games like that, um, you know, uh, Mega Man, you know, ones where it's like kind of iconic. Um, oh, what's that other game? The one that I really want to play. Um, Day of the Tentacle? Day of the Tentacle, right. That music, those scores, I, I mean, I think they just released the 25th anniversary edition of it. You know? That sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, like, those those I can pick up on. But, like, this one, you know, I, I don't know. Like, I, I remember, you know, there being music at the start screen. But I, do, I did – one thing I did pick up on that, again, I thought was kind of the nice fleshed-out touch was the – the weird crowd roar, which we've touched on in other episodes. I think yeah. it, it pretty much just lifted that directly. I'm starting to wonder now if in all NES games, <laughs> like there was, there's just a generic crowd noise. Cause honestly, y why reinvent the wheel, you know? Well, especially if they're first party titles, right? So like, if you're talking about games that were actually made by Nintendo, there's a very good chance that it was literally, you know, like 
one programmer leaned back from his cubicle and like turned to the programmer next to him and was like, Mary, do you have the crowd roar sound effect? I need it for this part of the game. And that Mary was like, here you go, John. And like, that's just, you know, cause I mean, it, it, it's not like, Oh, well, that was made by EA and this one was made by Ubisoft. And that was made by <laughs> Envision. Like, I mean, these were most games at this time in history were made by Nintendo. Right. So yeah, no, I mean, it's, Probably the exact same crowd effect. But aside from that, I'll, I'll let you take point on uh, on on music. So there's uh, one thing that I, I noticed, and and I at first I was a little irritated about it, and then the more I played, the more I was like, no, this this feels like the right decision to me. Which is uh, when each uh, opponent is introduced, it plays like introduction music. Yeah, and and they're not all unique. They do actually have one little riff that they use once three times i don't think it's just twice i think it's three it doesn't matter but like first off we we cannot discuss this without talking about some of the racism because this is where it starts um but the the actual fight music is the same for every fight yes which i kind of liked because it's 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 fairly subtle music and it's like a jaunty little tune it's it's you know like a little battle music from an rpg or something but i like that when i'm fighting you know king hippo I'm not overwhelmed by his music compared to like uh Piston Honda or like you're just the fight is about the same which makes it feel in a weird way a little bit more realistic like I'm in a boxing ring I'm in a stadium where there's a crowd roar and and this person would not have a bluetooth speaker in their back pocket playing their theme music the whole time Here I so- am <laughs> like a hurt yeah no that'd be distracting <laughs> Yeah, and and I I could see why they would want to go with a video gamey like oh no everyone you know the 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 jungle guy his his ring is jungle themed and he has jungle music and and then the urban guy his ring is like city themed and he has like hip hop music and like I could see why they would want to do that but I'm really glad that they didn't because it it just would have been like distracting and annoying more so than it already was and I'm glad that they drew the line somewhere with the racism <laughs> where they were like, well, and, and to be fair, if I remember correctly, there was a, a WWE Nintendo title or something like that. Oh, there's been tons of those yeah. games. So, I mean, I, I, I could imagine an executive somewhere being like, oh yeah, you know, and then each ring would be different and it, there'd be like all of its own music and all this and all that. And somebody being like, no, we it's WWE. We've got that. We've got that game. You know, this yeah. is, this is not that this is, we're trying to do a boxing thing. Um, yeah. But each, like you, you did touch on, each person does have their own little intro, you know? And yep. that's pretty racist. Yep. Um, so before we get into this, uh, the one other thing I'll say to just kind of connect uh, the visuals and the audio is there are not a lot of secrets to the way Little Mac fights. Um but there is one thing where you can earn stars and you need to have stars to use your uppercut. You're like super uppercut. So when you hit someone in a way that you get a star, the visual is almost identical, like their like reaction to getting hit. But there's a little tiny star and it goes away super fast, but it makes like a little sparkle noise. Yes. And if you are, depending on your play style, that sparkle noise is friggin' crucial because the place on the screen that I was looking at was not a place that I regularly saw that little star show up, but I heard the little sparkle noise every single time it happened. Right. So, like, there's a really 
there aren't a lot of sound effects in the game, right? It, it's mostly the like charge up noise when your opponent's going to do a big hit, the hit noise, the miss noise, and like the music, right? Like there aren't a ton of sound effects in this game. Yeah, no, I I, I definitely agree with that, and we can. Yeah, th- this strays a little bit more into mechanics, um, but like the the star things like that. Um, I thought there was very very poor conveyance in the sense of like I honestly now even don't know what like that star was for. I never used it. Yeah, but anyways, <laughs> we'll that, that. That, yeah, that strays into mechanics. Um, but yeah, I, I I did like that. Um, I did. Yeah, I liked that the sound effects were very clear and crisp you know so i knew if even without looking at the screen if the guy swung and hit me or swung and missed you know so that in conjunction with the visual which is pretty stark uh i you know it was very clear whether you were winning or losing and man i did a lot of losing i don't don't know (laughs) poor mac he 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 ain't pretty no more (laughs) so this is uh this is where the weird cultural choices really leap out at you because I could see skipping a lot of the flavor text and stuff from the characters and they don't look overwhelmingly racist if you compare them to like Looney Tunes and like others. I mean, they are super racist, but like the visuals are consistent with other terrible like American visuals from this kind of point in history. But the point that made my eyebrows like just lift right off of my head is the, uh, the third person you fight is Piston Honda, mm-hmm. which is kind of clever. Cause I mean, Honda's not an uncommon Japanese name, right? but, and Piston is like a way to describe someone who has like a strong jab, like fires like a piston, but Piston is also a car word and a Honda's a car brand. And that doesn't feel like an accident, right? Like that just feels like somebody who is on the translation and localization team was like, I am so clever. <laughs> <laughs> but when he, when he comes out, it, it literally plays the stereotypical, like nee, 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 nee. And I'm, I'm like, so I'm sitting playing this and Susan is behind me on the couch reading a book. And she just goes, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. No. Because so, the first person you fight is Glass Joe, right? Yeah. Glass Joe and then Von Kaiser and then Japanese and make a Japanese. Right. And so I, it, they, they almost like ease you into the racism <laughs> because Glass Joe is just innocuous American person, right? So, you know, playing it as an American, right? You know, I was like, okay. And so he comes out and I don't really remember what his intro music was. He he has the, the music that they use like two or three other times. It's it's like, I guess it's the American guy music. Yeah. So he comes out and it's like, all right. I was like, all right, you know, that was fine. I'm kind of getting the feel for it. And then all of a sudden Kaiser von Luftwaffle, the fourth, you know, I mean, (laughs) Like he, he comes out and it's like dun na 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 and I was like that's a little on the nose, but all I mean all right, and then like and then yeah then Piston Honda comes out and I was like I was like oh no that was the last one was not an outlier that is a harbinger 
for things to come. Yeah. Well, and then, so that's the end of the minor circuit. Then you move into the major circuit where the first guy you fight is Don Flamenco, <laughs> who has a rose in his mouth and it plays the like stereotypical, like, and I was just like, oh my God. Yeah. That, and, and, and the way, and this is kind of a visual, but the way he moves, all of it is everything about him is just dripping with stereotype, right? Because he's very flamboyant and, you know, dancing around and like even his little jabby jab move is very dancey, you know, now I kind of want to see, you know, like I think they did a dirty dancing, but, but Latin version of it somewhere. Uh, yeah, there was like a 20 years later sequel or something. Yeah, something like that. But, you know, we're basically a cover art of like a Latin romance novel, but with Don Flamingo like on the front because, <laughs> oh, man, everything about that was just, just – and then at that point, it's just, again, glass shattered, you know. So now you just – you see all of it, and, and then like King Hippo comes out, and he's Hawaiian, right? Uh, hang on. <laughs> I, I don't know why something's somewhere. Yep. Yep. Well, it's he is from what I assume is the fictional Hippo Island, and it just says South Pacific. Mm. So, yeah. I, yes, he he's supposed to be like Samoan, I right. guess. Yeah. So, but his his music is actually kind of neat. It's almost like a like a boss fight in a classic video game. It's definitely. Not what I would think of if they were trying to panto or parody like island music. No, I don't remember his music being particularly awful. I remember everything else about him being particularly awful. But uh, but yeah, no, he 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 was he was probably one of the lesser racist ones. Like as far, but again, once the glass is shattered, you just. You're now not instead of like glazing over some of the the racist stuff, you're honed right in on it, you know, mm. um, because and what really doesn't help is if you assume that he is the not racist cream filling, he's sandwiched <laughs> by Don Flamingo. And what was it? The Great Tiger? Great Tiger. <laughs> yeah. Who is? <laughs> I mean, full disclosure, that's where I rage quit. But also, I mean, just mind blowingly racist. Um because again, chocolate ideas. I don't remember his music, but I remember he teleports into the middle of the stage. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and and he's wearing a turban that flat. Like his tell is the jewel in his turban flashing. And and I, if I remember correctly, Doc says that his father was a great was a magician. magician. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why? Just come on. Oh God. Uh, yeah. So I, all right. So I'm 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 gonna take a step back for a second because, uh, I, all these characters have like, culture. Let's say an attempt at culturally appropriate music and theming, and I'm. I feel like this is not super okay. Like if I was part of one of these groups, I'd be like. What the hell? Yeah, like, not can't. every Spanish person is a flamenco dancer. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, I, mm. so okay. My opinion: none of this is okay. This is not okay. I, you know. I mean, I, I'm trying. I'm trying to be cognizant of 
being offended on someone else's behalf, but this all feels pretty offensive. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, like, I'm not telling anybody else how to feel, but I was constantly like, oh my God. Well, I was just, so, I mean, you know, obviously each person in, in, in the world comes from their own culture, right? So whenever you're immersed in another person's culture, you know, there's, there's always that question of, is this, is this correct or a bad parody? For example, um, like Luke Cage, right? Um, that's, you know, very, very steeped in, you know, like, like black culture. Right. And there were a number of times where like something would happen. And I'd be like, I don't know if that's offensive just because it's not what I grew up with. And I don't know if that's accurate or a stereotype. Right. Mm, yeah. All of this was a stereotype. Like I can, y yes, <laughs> it was almost a paint by numbers stereotype. You know, where it's just kind of like, oh well, he's Indian, he's gotta have a turban, gotta have something about you know like tigers and stuff, and gotta the magic and teleporting and yeah, I don't, I don't want to be on this planet anymore. <laughs> it just the, yeah, it's 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 surprising that because I mean it. I, this is Mike Tyson's punch out and I, you know, I don't have my detailed research notes in front of me, um, oh, but I'm kind of wondering, I mean, I'm sure you, yeah. you did the research, but. Oh no, I mean, I have them, yeah. obviously. I'm just, I'm wondering if, was this a game made by Nintendo of America? Because Japan, in my experience with their culture is like pretty okay about making fun of themselves. But I don't know what their their kind of tolerance for making fun of other culturals cultures is. But America, I mean, it's America. So like all of these design decisions feel like they could have been made by Warner Brothers Studios, right? Like yeah. like somebody finished drawing and writing a Bugs Bunny cartoon and then they just walked across the hall into Nintendo of America and were like Okay, obviously there's going to be a Russian guy who drinks a lot. Obviously there's going to be a Spanish guy. He's going to be a flamenco dancer. Obviously the Indian guy's going to wear a turban. I don't think all Indians wear turbans. This one does because he's representative of all Indians. It's like <laughs> like it that I, that feels as an American like it feels like those design decisions would have way more believably come out of American studios than out of a Japanese studio. And but I, I honestly don't know. Uh, I mean, same here. I can only venture a guess. And and again, because we, we know and are familiar with the racism of our culture and very less so with the racism from other cultures. That being said, um, I did read an article one time of some deeply, well, I, I want to say, like horrifying, like that, that the kind of the, the the horror funny where you're like, oh no, like that kind of funny. Um, yeah, yeah, like laugh to keep from crying funny. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Schadenfreude funny. Um, but uh, yeah, not I don't know. <laughs> no, like, <laughs> that one doesn't seem right. Uh, but anyways, uh, from Japan, where I, I like just casual racism in like PSAs and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um. So I don't know. I don't know if it came out of Japan. There's, there was one thing that I noticed that I don't know if it, it was just something where I was just kind of a huh. Correlation doesn't prove causation, but I just thought it was interesting, which is that, as you mentioned in the visuals, when you wail on the other dude, they will be messed up during the, you know, timeout, right? Yeah, the in-between rounds, yeah. Right. So 
the piston Honda, like so, for instance, like you know uh, Don Flamenco and and all these other guys, you know they'll normally have something over their eye or like a huge cut or you know something oh, like that. Yeah. Piston piston Honda only has like a band aid across, like if I remember correctly, or his his hmm. you beat him up face is barely different than his normal face, and it's very. You know, like, oh, he's not really that hurt. And I was just kind of like, I don't know. I, I, I just noticed hmm. that where I was, I was just kind of like, I wonder if this was, you know, kind of a Japanese thing where they said, well, the Japanese character, you know, doesn't get hurt as bad or something like that, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I could definitely believe something like that being snuck, not snuck in. But I mean, like, if I'm making design decisions, I could see doing that by accident and on purpose, yeah, right? I, like... I either accidentally place my culture above the other cultures or I intentionally would place my culture above the other cultures. Like I, I could imagine them doing something like that. What I can tell you for sure they probably did not do on purpose was the localization of his flavor text. There is no way, no way <laughs> I would believe that what they say in the English version of the game is what he says in Japan. I, I bl blanked it out. What, what does he say again? So, I have this for, for later, but we've come to it, so I'm yeah. going to just... No, we're, we're so, in the racist part. We're in the racist yeah. part of the show. I, I do want to talk about controls and mechanics a little bit, but like, please also don't ever describe a section of the show as the racist part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no, it, it, I, I don't think that this should be a recurring portion of the show. Like, we don't yeah, now not, need not, to... Not a returning segment. Yeah, we don't need to consistently carve out, you know, for <laughs> like Yoshi's Island, the racist part of the show. <laughs> So in between uh, round one and round two, and I think again between round two and round three, if it goes that far, um, little Mac gets his little pep talk from Doc or whatever, depending on how you're doing. And Piston Honda's reply is, and I am quoting directly here, Sushi, Kamikaze, Fujiyama, Nippon Ichi, which is Japan number one. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why? It hurts. Like someone, it's not even a sentence. It's just a list of Japanese sounding things. No, it's just word salad. It's just, <laughs> it's like the implication that he doesn't speak English well. Uh, it's just, yeah, I, I don't, yeah. <laughs> and that, that was one of those things where, again, you know, Sue is behind me on the couch reading a book and I'm sitting here playing and I literally put the controller down and turned to her and I was like, Put your book down. I need to explain this to someone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, and and to me personally, the the horrifying because okay, so the the thing that I think hits me me the hardest about this is the casual race. It's casual racism, you know, which to me a lot of not a lot. Of, I I don't know. I, be being straight white male, I I don't deal with racism being levied at me very often. So I am doing my best to speak educatedly about an area where I've been rarely the victim. So you know, please everybody who's listening to this, take take this with a grain of salt. You know, with the fact that we're we're doing our best to address a subject that we haven't been on the 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 butt end of very regularly. Um. But that being said, is to me, I, I think that casual racism bothers me a lot because it's way more insidious, you know, in the sense that it normalizes it, right? So the idea, like you said, where it's like, oh, well, the Indian guy has to wear a turban because all Indians wear turbans, you know, period, done, moving on. It's like, well, no, no, for any number of reasons. First of all, 
they wouldn't let him wear that during a boxing match, <laughs> period, you know? But even if for some reason he was allowed to, that can be a part of somebody's culture independent of the race, you know? So all of all of that bothers me. So then, like, things where they just keep hammering home this insane racism, to me, really casts a, a pall on the game altogether. Like, I, I first of all, the game in and of itself does not have a strong degree of story or depth of mechanic to make it wildly <laughs> engaging. And then that they layer on a nice, thick, creamy layer of racism on top of all of it. I'm like, man, you took something that was mediocre to begin with and then made it way worse. And now a part of me is like, why is this remembered so fondly? I Well, I think old stuff gets a weird pass in it's kind of like a the victors write the history book mm. and and because in at least in the united states you've you know for that that time in history is like ah when reagan was in charge so it's like oh well that's that was then like <laughs> we wouldn't make a boxing game with characters like that today except they did because they've remade this game but right but like, part of me wants but to like play it, the remake just to just to see how they dealt with any of that you know yeah and you know i think this probably would not have even occurred to me if this had been like a wwf game right or whatever they call it now a yeah. wrestling game because it's like oh that person is not supposed to be representative of all japanese people that's their character right but boxers don't do that like to have a, a boxer come out to like your very stereotypical music or, or to have the, you know, the brown guy of course has to wear a turban because all brown people wear turbans. Like it's like you're implying that that is who that person is and that they are representative of people that look like that. Not like, Oh, it's the, the guy who's, you know, a construction worker and, he hits people with chairs because that's his character. Like that's a wrestling thing where right. there's characters boxing, not known for those kinds of characters. So that that's why it feels like they, I, I, I don't think I'm, I've ever used the term casual racism before, but I, I like what you're, you're getting at where the people who were making these design decisions were obviously like, well, yeah, of course. Yeah. And no one in the room said, no, not of course. <laughs> Well, and and I think that you're you you hit on something which I, I agree with, which is that in in video games, it really in any art, right, in any medium, but uh, in video games as well, you you have to be careful about what your lack of saying things is saying in addition to what you are saying. So, for example, <clears throat> if you had the the you know Indian character who has the turban and you know the the, the cat pelt strewn over him because of course and you know father's a magician all this sort of stuff you know yeah that's that's a very strong stereotype but then if you could somehow you know by using like story elements turn that stereotype around to say like oh well no the reason why he's he's doing this is because he believes that that's what this culture expects of him so therefore that's why he's doing it you know maybe throw it back or anything like but none of those elements are present. That's not what this game's about. This game is very heavily mechanics-driven, not story-driven, which is totally fine. You can have – I enjoy lots of mechanics-driven games. There's one particular one where a guy basically gets a sword from a cave and then just parties around the map for a while. It's a, 
<laughs> it's a uh, oh, it? s- speaking of which, because uh, we are technically still talking about audio in the game. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, you didn't make it to a bald bull, is that right? That is okay, so he was the first one who like truly laid me out. Where I actually had to look up like what his mechanic was and how you're supposed to deal with it, mm-hmm. which I didn't feel bad doing because it's like you're talking to your friend and you're like, hey, I'm having trouble with Bald Bull. And they're like, oh, when he does this thing, you got to do this. But like, I still have to do it because it's Simon the game in boxing wrapping paper. So like, I didn't feel too bad looking some of that stuff up. But uh, when he beats you to death, mm-hmm. which it feels like that's what he's doing because you like <laughs> disappear off the screen. Um, but he his like you lost animation is he kind of like hunkers down so he's like squatting and his arms are like sort of uh flexed down um and he laughs and it is i am i would put money on this ganon's laugh hmm. like when you die in the original legend of zelda and it shows ganon and it goes like right. like it is that if not verbatim, like they cribbed it so hard, <laughs> they might as well have just stolen it verbatim. Because when he beat me, I was expecting, like the next thing I expected to hear was like, duh, no, 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 no. Like I was really, <laughs> really taken out of the punch out moment for a minute. Hmm. Yeah, that's, that's an odd thing for them to, you know, kind of steal. Basically, it's like, well, when this character kills you, Ganondorf. Okay, now yeah. when it's, ah. it, <laughs> hmm, what, what an odd choice. But uh, but yeah. So like you said, is that with the they because so we know nothing else about the this this character and all of them. You know, you basically therefore are and because it is as you mentioned in a forum where you when you're a boxer you just walk out there as I walk out there as George, not as you know George the Destroyer of Worlds and you know like. <laughs> lightning bolts across my face and all that fun stuff you know so you have to assume that that what they are wearing and how they are comporting themselves is who they are and if it is a blatant stereotype then they are a stereotype and uh that's that's just yeah like i said i just don't i i don't care for the fact that you know it's just kind of like oh well yeah this just exists and is a thing it's like it's 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 not and it's reinforcing that kind that 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 kind of normalization is okay and that uh that kind of bugs me so yeah oh, and the game's horribly frustrating i don't like it from that, <laughs> that standpoint well, yeah there is definitely also that so i do want to talk about mechanics and uh the controls a little bit because this game had another thing in it that i had to like kind of annoyingly look up which was uh so you said you didn't figure out how the stars worked Correct. And and to be fair, just real fast, I I approach this from the point of view of because we, we, we discussed this briefly off the air where you said like, OK, well, you would look stuff up because, you know, you were talking to your friends about it or reading about it in Nintendo Power or something like that. I wanted to come from it from the point of view of assessing the the game's conveyance, you know, so just what what does the game tell me? Not what I have to mine from friends. So I didn't look anything up about this game when I was playing it because I wanted to learn through the game teaching me. So which which is fair. And the reason that I looked this specific thing up is because, like I said, I don't have original manuals laying around for most of the games, and I wanted to pause it, and I couldn't. Do you know why? Why? The start button is how you uppercut. What? Yeah, but only if you have stars. 
that's what the stars do. When you get a star, you can throw a like your powerful uppercut, which you do with the start button, which is, I mean, I've been playing video games for a long time. I cannot think of another game. I, there may be some I've played, but I cannot think of another game where the start button was a core mechanic controller. I mean, oh. other than pause. Yeah, no, I I think the start button was ubiquitously pause all the way up through this last generation of consoles, you know? I mean, it it has the word start in it. Like, yeah. you're, you're starting the game, like, you know, press start to do new game or press start to stop the game. So, like, start, stop. Right, like, I mean... Like, play pause on a tape cassette player. Exactly. I mean, that button's the same because it's, like, mutually exclusive, you know? You, you don't need two different buttons for that because you would never need to both be hitting the start and stop button at the same time. That doesn't make any sense. So yeah, no, I would have never thought of that in ever because it'd be literally like somebody walking up to you and saying like, Hey, listen, just so you know, on your microwave, you've got time cook, you've got express cook. And then also it turns your food into solid gold nuggets, (laughs) but only if you hold the, the pound button and the popcorn setting at the same time. Never yeah. no. would, would not have guessed that. Don't know why that's built in. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I mean, I, I, it makes me wonder, like, I mean, I know the Nintendo controller has, but two little buttons on it, but it's just weird that they didn't opt for like a and B together or like down and B or something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, down and B, I don't think down and B, did anything right uh well when you're holding down you're blocking so right you you can't punch when you're blocking so they could have just modified that behavior and it's like you 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 know block and it's like your wind up and then you throw the uppercut like it i just can't imagine what the discussion was like where the end result of that discussion was start button start button well that's lunch like yeah (laughs) just really really bizarre to me no, that 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 is insane. And that that does, you know, lead us into the thing I really deeply want to complain about, which is the conveyance on this game is hot garbage. Just <laughs> white hot awful hate uh so frustrating. So <laughs> because because okay, it it doesn't at any point so it does kind of give you an idea of like what you're trying to do, but it it doesn't do that really in, in my opinion in any unique or creative way it puts you in a boxing ring with an opponent clearly your goal is to outbox your opponent you know yeah i mean even if you don't know what boxing is your opponent hits you and it's like oh if i push buttons i take a poke at them this must be a punching thing right so and that's the thing is that you know i was like okay i hit a or b and that makes me punch you know and i hit side to side that makes me jump side to side all right that's cool it wasn't until the second or third third person where um punching does not get the job done ever you have to be able to uppercut that after slogging with that person for about five minutes which feels like 50 forevers um was i just kind of like i did, did none of this is working i have to try other stuff and so then <laughs> i i eventually was like well what if i hit up and punch and say oh that makes me uppercut that works in this situation. That's I I'm I could see why that animation looks like an uppercut. You are actually jabbing. So so well, that's if, stupid. <laughs> so if you if you punch 
if you A or B punch, you left or right body blow. And if you um, up A or B punch, you left or right jab. So basically high punch, low punch. Okay. Eh, that, make, that makes a little bit more sense just because I was really impressed with how quickly I was able to throw several uppercuts in quick succession. Yeah, they're, they're um, jabs. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so, so all that being said, and then where I had my rage quit moment was with Great Tiger. So first of all, the, the super punch, never used it, still don't know what that was. It took me a little while to figure out that the hearts were not your were stamina, basically, yeah. and how I was losing stamina because that's a metric like in the upper left-hand corner. And I'm, I'm not keeping my eye on that. I'm keeping my eye dead center in the screen where my opponent is. And so at one point, I just all of a sudden started flashing red and couldn't punch, which was a terrible time to find that out because I was trying to punch and I got <laughs> laid out. <laughs> so no warning. No, just and it also was like, blam. I was like, oh, good. Get giddy God. Um, so <laughs> so that was frustrating. But then with with Great Tiger, when he does his. I, I assume it's the multi-form technique. <laughs> yeah, he he uh yeah. Or it's Goku's <laughs> after image. It's one it, or the yeah, other. Yeah, it's it's more like the after image. Yeah, but when he does that, like I, I I still don't know how to counter that. I'm assuming that I have to hit block and then like in quick succession. Because yes, that is exactly okay. what you have to do. And it and it took me a couple times of him knocking me down to figure out, oh, when you're blocking and you take a hit, you stop blocking. Stop blocking. So you have right. to block again. Yes. And and the thing that frustrated me the most about that was two things. One is that there's very little safe space to figure that out because I did it. And then all of a sudden, he, I was like, block the first one, which, again, when he first starts bamping around, I didn't block regularly because you still take some damage from that. I would dodge, and that doesn't work at all nope right so i was like okay maybe it's blocked and i blocked the first one i was like yeah and he was like bam 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 down you know like he doesn't he doesn't let up he he lays you <laughs> you know so now i'm i'm basically down a life fighting this guy and so by the time i started to get the feel for the fact that when i pressed down and they hit me and i immediately had to quickly press down again like i completely lost and he is the third match so if you lose against him a couple of times, you have to slog through quite a bit to get back to the part that you failed at, which is a horrifying cycle time. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a little surprised there aren't um, passcodes after each fight. It's only Why after each... Why would there be? Yeah, there's, it's only after each title fight. And the thing is, the minor circuit is only three characters. The major circuit is four characters, but then the world circuit is three six characters yeah so i mean imagine getting to and and to be fair this to be fair to the game this was very common around this time true but that being said it's still awful <laughs> and i hated it <laughs> uh, but i mean especially so what, what, what was it hang on it was a 10 digit code yeah a 10 digit code now you you know way more about this sort of stuff than i do that being said, I cannot imagine that because they give you one after each circuit. To me, that would be a three, like like a one-digit code, right? Because if you enter in the number one, then that would be after the first match. So, so I, I, what... I can actually explain this if you're curious. Please. <laughs> okay. So there, there's two things that are happening here. One is 
you do not want the codes to be guessable. So they they have to be non-intuitive. So if entering okay. a three puts you after the third guy, like that that's not good because then you just find out how many guys there are and you put one less than that and now you're <laughs> at the, the end. So so they they usually are rooted in logic, but then there's some way that like it's like logical digit and then garbage. And the but the garbage has to be specific garbage that you aren't likely to guess. And then the other thing is that uh, part of the reason the code is so complicated is because it's not just tracking how many dudes you've knocked down. It's how did you knock them down? So you can TKO or you can knock out and you can lose a fight and then come back and win. So the code actually also includes like your win loss record. Right. Which is what kind of what I figured was it was also tracking your, your win win loss. I didn't think about it tracking how you won or lost. Right. But even still, I think you can get that knocked out in about five digits, not ten. But, <laughs> but that being said, and this this kind of is an interesting concept. So I get the idea of you don't want it guessable because you don't want people to just be. Uh, I want I want to fight this guy. But why, you know why why not have it be you know like okay well you know you especially if it tracks your win loss record right you know so you could say like I got you know through all of the circuits, all TKOs and zero losses, right? But why not if I want to sit down and like hone my skills on, you know, whomever, Mike Tyson, can I just not enter in a nine and try fighting Mike Tyson? It just won't register that as a circuit win. So, so, so my, my, and I mean, we're digging way deeper in than I think they probably thought about this stuff at this time (laughs) in history, but my pushback there would be, what you just described is a really crappy level select screen, not a yep. good passcode system. Like a good passcode system encodes a lot of information into a non-guessable password that you get when you accomplished a set number of goals. What you just described is a level select screen. Like yes. choose the person you want to fight or do title mode where you go through all the fighters. And that would be awesome and should absolutely be present. <laughs> <laughs> you should be able to do that. But I, I think, and, and I, and I got a little off, off, message here too which is the moral the original moral of my story is with a 10 digit password i think there's enough of them to select the guy not the beginning of the whole you know oh yeah i mean that that's a design decision that's not a technical limitation they for whatever reason they chose to make the game work that way exactly which which i honestly think was just and again this was common at the time was to increase the i'm gonna say the nice way which is to increase the last ability of the game which basically means to waste your f-ing time so <laughs> they wanted you to sink a whole bunch of time into this game so it's like oh man it totally took me like you know five hours to get through this game it's like yeah well it would have taken me a lot less time if you could just keep working on the thing that was challenging you as opposed to having to go back through and slog through things that you've already beaten again very common with games of this era particularly frustrating going through the racist forest. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like a, uh, that's, that's an area they replaced with the lost woods. And they're like, they're like, and then you have to get the master sword from the racist forest. The where I'm, uh, the lost woods. Yeah. Let's go with that one. Let's pretend that's what you said the first time. Yeah. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> Steve just like, <laughs> shuffles that's like you 
got my eye on you, Steve. Like that's that's strike two. I don't <laughs> want to get back into the last thing that you did because we're still cleaning that up. But this is two. <laughs> One more uh, of these, and we are demoting you to character design and punch out. <laughs> Uh, I like that as, as as his punishment, and then that's how Punch Out. No, that's that canon <laughs> accepted. That's how Punch Out became so awful. Was that <laughs> Steve was on a good game like The Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past, which we should totally play sometime. But uh, and then and then he got demoted to to Punch Out, which is actually a system behind. Well, he could have been on the original Legend of Zelda. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't know why you did like a whole generation evolution in there. I mean, uh, I, I guess I, I guess if this racist guy named Steve we made up may also have a time machine, he might. We don't know. It may, maybe maybe there was no racism before Steve. Maybe maybe <laughs> he just traveled time. throughout time <laughs> spreading <laughs> racism. Damn it, Steve! Uh, it would, anyways, it would um, be a guy named Steve. Yeah, yeah. No, now now hopefully all of our listeners, the next Steve that they meet, it's like ah, oh, Steve. Um, or if we see a massive drop off in listenership after this, it's going to be like, who knew we had so many Steves that were listeners <laughs> and, and really intolerant of their name being used in a jovial capacity. Um, one of the things that, and this is such a minor nitpicky thing, and I may be wrong on this. So please correct me. KO means knockout. Yep. TKO means technical knockout. Correct. Correct. Okay, so a, a knockout means that the person is unconscious or unresponsive. A or, or the or the ref means, is saying you're not allowed to fight anymore. Right. Well, that, that's why as the technical knockout means that they just can't fight anymore. Like they can't. They're not unconscious, but uh, they can't pull their 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 selves I, together to fight. I do not. Well, okay. In the world of Punch Out, the the difference seems to be. Once you have beaten someone to the ground enough, the ref is calling the fight. Right. So that person may actually be able, because I noticed this, because this is how I won almost every single fight that I won was by TKO. So I would knock them down. And if you knock them down three times in a round, when Mario comes out, he immediately says TKO, which right. to me is the ref saying, okay, we get it. Yeah. <laughs> right. We're Whereas, like yeah. a, a knockout would be unable to continue for you know, like they're they're literally unconscious or they're staggering and unable to function. Whereas a, a TKO, at least in the the world of Punch Out, seems to be the ref saying like, "I am calling this. You are not allowed to keep punching this person in the face." <laughs> so, so yeah, no, because so I don't I don't know how that correlates to real boxing, but I think it's at least similar. Yeah, I mean, it, it, very possible. The only reason why is because I remember as a kid being being wrong about this. As a kid, I thought TKO was like total knockout, and I don't know how <laughs> you could knock somebody out harder than unconscious. Like, you know, there's, there's a knockout where you're unconscious, and a total knockout where you just your brain is missing now. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> yeah, you're just why, dead, totally knocked out forever. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is a, a tangential story, but it's something I've, I've used a number of times, which is um, <laughs> back in the day before we became uh, close friends, I never used to put my computer through its shutdown process. I would just turn <laughs> it off. And you you at one point said, you got to stop doing that, man. That's that's really, really bad for the system. I was like, what? Off is off. And Ian, you said, it's the difference between you falling asleep and me knocking you unconscious. <laughs> 
And that was such a great analogy. And I use that regularly now whenever people are like, oh, yeah, I just turned this off. I'm like, don't don't do that. Yeah, I'm I'm not going to lie. Like in my my like little uh, brag file of like things I'm proud of that I contributed to the popular culture. That's pretty high on the list. <laughs> no, it's, it's very, very well done. But uh, the reason why was because at one point I um, what was I was fighting one of the guys and I just. I laid this dude out, right? And and Mario came out and he's like, TKO. I'm like, that guy is bare. He's he is unconscious. He is not. <laughs> that was not a technical knockout. He is. He, 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 <laughs> what is it? I, I just made orphans out of his kids. Well, but he he has a wife. Well, I assume that she died of loneliness. You know, <laughs> is that Futurama? That is uh, Simpsons. Uh, Judge Sims- Tatum. Oh with- yeah, I'm I'm gonna make orphans out of your children. <laughs> I, yep. I like Homer Simpson. I have nothing against him as a person, but I am going to make orphans out of his children. <laughs> I, I assume that she will die of grief. <laughs> oh, the Simpsons. But yeah, so that that was just my my own little nitpick on that, where I was like, ah, no, that that was don't credit where credits due, Mario. That man is barely alive. That is a <laughs> knockout. Yeah. Yeah, it's the only way it's a technical knockout is like you are technically correct, the best kind of correct. Like <laughs> he, he is technically knocked out, the best kind of knocked out. Uh, but anyways, um, so I, I don't know if you have anything else on mechanics. Uh, I, the one other thing I want to say about the controls, and we don't, we don't have to drag this out too much, but I was actually because this game is essentially Simon, right? It's it's that yeah. kind of like call and response game. Um I was actually pretty impressed with the way the controls are balanced because your opponents can do like 50 different things. They have like uppercuts and like powerful uppercuts and jabs and powerful jabs and then like they all have their little special techniques and uh like Hippo, you got to like he has a little mechanic where you got to like make him drop his pants so you can like punch him in the stomach and like there's there's all these things the enemy can do that you can't. And I think that was the right way to go. Like you can body blow left. You can body blow, right. You can jab left. You can jab, right. And if you have a star, you can uppercut that is well and dodge. But I mean like, that's it, right? Like there's no, it's not street fighter. It's not mortal Kombat. There aren't complicated button combinations. Like it really is Simon in boxing wrapping paper. And I'm, I actually think that's a good way to do that. Like don't, don't give me a Simon board that has 85 buttons on it. And also sometimes I have to hit them in complicated combinations. Like there's a reason Simon only has four buttons because it's not the number of buttons. That's supposed to be the challenging part. Yes. I I would definitely agree with that. And I'd also say that the controls were pretty tight and as far as like responsiveness, you know? So (laughs) there's a fun side story for you. So uh, this is how I found out one of my controllers is broken. Not like, (laughs) like I'm angry at the game, but like I pushed a and I actually felt the button stick in the plastic and I was like oh nice. no so uh, so oh, when, no. like halfway through my playthrough I actually had to switch controllers and it didn't make me play like massively better but I was like well at least it doesn't feel like I'm playing through peanut butter anymore <laughs> yeah like one of the things that um that it it did uh that I thought was particularly um particularly good was uh so when you're wailing on the dude you know like during your straight jabs or whatever right um there was a number of times where i accidentally rolled the um because you have to hit up but i rolled it to the right so my character dodged right so the 
controls were very responsive because it didn't take much of me tweaking it to the right to actually have him dodge right, which is good. That's what you want. Especially, I would rather the dodge be super sensitive and, you know, like more sensitive than the up button because yeah. if if I tried to dodge and it was like, oh, you didn't hit it quite hard enough, I'd be like, yeah, that's, that's obnoxious. Um, but even when I roll to the right, it, his delay on coming back at me was long enough that I could get back in and get back into my cycle of getting my five jabs before he got his life together, you know? So... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I yeah i thought that the controls were were, were pretty tight i thought that the like i said the con to me the, even the mechanics as you said were simple and in service of the game to me it's just the the way the game conveyed to you I, I thought it was they they did a great job saying you have a limited number of tools you have you know a screwdriver a hammer you know and like like that's it you got like these five tools but then how to use them to solve the puzzle, I thought was just conveyed very poorly. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the thing you said about cycle time really stands out. Cause like to me, so with bald bull, his, he doesn't bamf about the world the way great tiger does. What bald bull does is he jumps away from you and then he sprints at you. And if he hits you, he cleans your clock <laughs> and and it's very dodgeable because he always does like three little hops so it's super easy to just go like hey and like get out of the way but the thing is he once he starts doing that because he always does it at the two minute 30 second mark so he does it like one or two other times if other conditions are met but he always does it at the two minute 30 second mark and if you don't stop him he will do it until the round ends mm. And I actually don't know what happens if there's no victor after three rounds because I either beat my opponent or I was beat by my opponent. But that's like, that was frustrating. That's why I had to look that up because I was like, well, I can dodge. Okay, I'm dodging. He's not stopping. Well, I can take a swing at him. Okay, I'm taking a swing at him and nothing's happening. And for whatever reason, I settled on the jab as like my go-to which yeah, I think is why I, I won most fights by TKO. And uh, you have to body blow him to get him out of that. So mm -hmm. right right before he punches you, you like counter punch, and that's what knocks him down. And once I saw that that was what I needed to do, I was like, oh, okay. But right. I, didn't, I, I didn't feel like I was in a safe place to experiment because if you screw that up, you got to go back and fight three other guys to get back to him again. So it was like, I didn't, I, I, I was incentivized to go and research the answer instead of discover it on my own. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and so you can, I think that the issue is that you can have poor conveyance and sh tight cycle time, you know, where it's just like, you're yeah. not exactly sure what you're supposed to be doing, but you can just keep trying the same 10 second iteration over and over and over again until you figure it out or have really, really good conveyance in a longer cycle time, like a Mega Man game where they really tell you like how you're supposed to be doing everything. So therefore, you know, you can have a longer cycle time because, you know, you've got a lot of life and you can make those kinds of mistakes and all that sort of stuff. Right. But to, to have a long cycle time and then be fighting somebody who, if you make a mistake, it's basically game over. Uh, that's just, that's, 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 bad design it's bad game design but. bad and i don't like it so i mean i yeah. i don't 
think uh, anybody is still placing bets at this point, but dare I ask, um, how how did it hold up? It it held up absurdly poorly in my mind. It, and to be fair, we've 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 got a number of games under our belts. We've got some where we've said, you know, uh, no nostalgia goggles required. This game's amazing. Go back and play it. Uh, we've done some where we've said nostalgia monocle, which is a phrase of yours, <laughs> which I like. Where it's like, eh. You know, um, some of them where you're like, you've got to have the nostalgia goggles on in order to, you know, get anything out of this game. Um, I I think that I would say that this is a solid you need nostalgia goggles to play this because it just does not hold up. But with the nice, thick, creamy layer of racism that they layer (laughs) on top of it, I'd say don't honestly don't play this game at all. It's not, in my opinion, particularly fun. um, And it's it's kind of awful. So, uh don't 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 play it. That, yeah. That's that, that's just, me. <laughs> just yeah, just just play Simon. Like it it's yeah. And, just play and it's, Simon. It was frustrating because when I was uh, you know taking notes and I was thinking about it, I was very aware of the fact that in very short bursts, I was having a good time. And when I say short bursts, I mean like a fight or two. Right? Yeah. I'd be like, oh, okay, like I'm, I'm I may take a hit or two, but I feel like I'm getting better. I feel like I'm becoming dominant over my opponent. So that's cool to you know see the growth arc. And then I would get to a fight where I just got completely destroyed. And I was like, okay, that, that wasn't super fun. And I don't really want to spend the time to get back there again. So I'm like, go take a break for a while and then maybe come back and play some more. So at first I was, I was kind of like, okay, okay. Like I could see why somebody might pick this up for five minutes. And then the more I had to take notes on like, Japanese character says super stereotypical Japanese things. Indian character had to have a magician for a father. Like once yeah. you get through like five, 10, 15, 20 lines of notes like that, I was like, you know, I'd really rather just play Simon. <laughs> yeah. I'd say that you could get a similar experience with this game, um, sitting down with your, uh, sibling or something like that and play Simon. And then when you get it wrong, they just slap you. Yeah. I mean, it's kind slap, of <laughs> slap at Simon. Like, <laughs> Wow, surprised that's not a game. I could tell like from Mattel. But I, I don't think I don't think you have to tell little kids to hit each other. <laughs> <laughs> that that is true. I mean, we both have, have young children and and you know, Teddy will just occasionally wander right up to me and be like, Hey, I'm gonna hit you. And I'm like, Well, it's it's good that you're two and unable to really put any force behind that because if you if you hurt me, I'd be a little bit upset with you. Because <laughs> I had a bad day at work and I will fight you. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so anyway, so the moral to that story is don't don't play punch out. I, I haven't seen the new one. Hopefully, if they did the new one right and toned all that horrible stuff down, then maybe that's worth playing. I mean, if you if you really want something to play, you know, go back and play Legend of Zelda. We should play Legend of Zelda. Are we going to can we can we can, we should play Legend of Zelda? The curtain falls. Nah. The music plays. The credits roll, then it all fades to black. And you're left by yourself. The fanfare is gone. There's no player two there by your side to share victories won. But as you slowly progress down the hall to your bed, a few great events leak back into your head. From the time that you spent Traversing the land
battling evil, fighting the darkness, just sword in hand. Your memories creep in with the end of a smile. You realize again what you lost for a while. You're gonna think back much less on how you saved the day. The rock.